we're back. Seats taken. Just got through watching the Coke Zero 400. 400. I had to look back over my shoulder for a second. What an exciting race. Don't I sound excited? <laughs> so lead us off, Zeth. Well, it was the uh, regular season finale at uh, Daytona International Speedway. Uh, Ryan Blaney getting the win right there at the end. Had the big one in the last lap, like normal. Kyle Larson winning the uh, regular season championship. Um, well, what do y'all think? How do you think it? I mean, I got a question just because I I hadn't been following it that close like I used to. Regular season championship compared to now they're in the playoffs. So is this for the? Okay, so the it's not the championship championship. Right. It's just the you you have the most points at the end of the regular season. Oh, okay. But he gets a trophy, as you can look see other on TV. Yeah. They're all flimsy looking. <laughs> nice. Cheaply made. Doesn't mean anything. Like the rest of the regular season in NASCAR, all it takes is one win. You're in the, well, not even a win, and you could be guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. So my thing is, what I've always wondered is, what there's, thirty-two or forty-three drivers, right? Forty-three, yeah. What if, hypothetically, how many races are there in a regular season? The no, I don't know what the number is, but what if there was a different winner every race? I'm sure they would just break it down from that point into point stage wins and laps led, and they get real analytical about it. And well, go guess, from there, I guess they would have to. I mean, it used to be when I recalled it was however many laps led, um, you know where you finished. Well, I remember it used to be for a lap led you got a point, and for most laps led you got a point, mm-hmm. and then based on your finish position you got points according oh okay i don't know i don't know if it's still that way or or because with the stage wins and all that it kind of i'd probably have to find a, a nascar um rule book maybe yeah but uh how do you think about the way the, the race turned out i thought it was in, I thought it was pretty entertaining for the most part i mean i know you're not a big fan of the the Daytonas and the Talladegas of the world, right? I mean, you're you like the road courses, you like the short tracks, and right. See, for me, the last fifty laps, I would say, at a, a super speedway is interesting. Yeah, but it just takes, you know. I mean, you got to think. This is, this is a fairly short race, though. I mean, well, yeah, it's the four hundred. It's not the five hundred. But I mean, we you know we hang out and enjoyed it. But if you're watching it, if I was watching at home by myself. You know what I mean? I would have, I probably would have gone and done something else for a little bit and come back and checked in on it and you know until. until what you're saying is you would have taken a nap. <laughs> oh, a nap would have happened. Yes. Well, I, I, hey, I probably would have napped too. I mean, I think it's to be a lot honest, of did growing up or racing NASCAR through the years is you started the race, probably got involved for the first 30, 40 laps, and then. You probably ate lunch by then, and you're tired. And oh yeah, plenty of uh, mid-race NASCAR naps have happened in my lifetime. 
Yeah. You're kind of counting on the commentators at that point to wake you up with that excitement towards the end. Yeah, if they get loud, you know, something happened. There's some truth to that. I mean, because I can, you know, how like when you're asleep, but you still kind of, you're kind of aware of what's going on around you, you know, especially if you got the TV up. I can remember that back in the TNN days. Um, It was usually whenever I heard somebody go, whoa, or something to that effect, or, you know, his mother would nudge me, hey, you just missed it. Somebody wrecked out or whatever, you know. Yeah. But no, I thought it was exciting. No, I mean, it like I said, the last, last 50 laps, is, it, to me, is it gets exciting. It's interesting. Um, I know Tyler was really pulling for Harvick, and right at the end, I think he really had one of the best chances to win. And then uh, Kurt Busch got into Suarez, and Suarez got into Harvick, and dang near took the whole field out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what about, about it? But you know, there's it's racing, and I believe had you Harvick said, won, I wouldn't have cared what had happened behind him. Just the same as I'm sure there's Blaney fans out there that probably feel the same. You know, it's not what you said to us. You said I hope Harvick gets out and goes and fights him. Yeah, I mean he should have. Why not? You know. You gotta set a standard somewhere. And Tyler Reddick gets in fifteenth just on points, no wins. I don't even see how he finished the race. He was smoking all night long. Yeah, he uh they were definitely getting away with murder out there. Yeah. He, he pitted seventy five times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it was like he pulled out of the pits and you were almost guaranteed that he was gonna pull right back into the pits. Austin Dillon, even with that battery change, he had to pit and change battery, and he was still right there at front, right at the very end. Yeah. Had he, Austin Dillon not been involved in that wreck, you know, it wouldn't be uh, Reddick in the playoffs. It would be Austin Dillon. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Which Austin Dillon deserves it more, in my opinion. I mean, what has Tyler Reddick really done? Nothing. He's still new. Exactly. Fairly new. And, you know, anyone who's sponsored by Cheddar doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. <laughs> one Cheddar's of the, is terrible. One of the worst restaurants ever. Yeah, it's not that great. I don't know how they're still okay. around. We'll never get a Cheddar sponsor, I, I mean, guess. People complain no. about Applebee's, but I mean. <laughs> that boat's already sailed. <laughs> Applebee's at least gives you a reason to come. Cheap drinks. Exactly. I mean, what does Cheddar's have? One dessert? A fish tank? <laughs> yeah, a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then fish are probably trying to figure out a way to get out of there. <laughs> All right, so next week starts the playoffs. Sixteen, of course, Darlington. Um, I mean, Darlington's a hard track. It's thin groove. You know, you don't want to get that that dashed line that they're running. It's they're all real tight. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot about track position. Which I mean, they're starting. I guess track position is based on their points position. Mm-hmm. So Larson will be first. So, I mean, Elliot will be up there. It's, uh, Hamlin, I think, is being like sixth. So, I mean, it's. I think it's really going to be a lot about. No, Hamlin's position. not in sixth. He's. Yeah, I think he's just points. a touch of. He's like 14th. He doesn't have a win, remember? No, he didn't have a win, but I think in, with all the playoff no, I think standings. The, the guys with wins have a, a leg up on him, if I remember correctly. I think he's like just ahead of Tyler Reddick right now. Hmm. Well, it looks like uh, Truex is sitting at third in in the 
in the points in the I playoffs? Think Truex would be a, a a good pick at winning this year's championship. Solid driver. I mean, he got unfortunately involved in a wreck earlier that took him out of the race, but um, he always he's kind of like Harvick last year. He just always somehow is lingering in that top ten. All right, right now, make your who you think is going to win the championship pick. I know it's hard. It's ten races still. It's anything can happen, but just what's your gut, instant, no thinking reaction? Larson. Larson. I don't know. Because I think these tracks will favor him. You say that, but everyone was thinking the same thing at the end of the regular season last year about Harvick. Yeah. And... I mean, by the grace of God, he had a, a decent finish today. I mean, he got wrecked out, but he somehow... Oh, no, look. Okay, so the points just came up on the TV. Okay. Hamlin's in seventh. Bowman's in sixth. Elliott's in fifth. Kyle Busch's in fourth. Truex third. Ryan Blaney, two. Kyle Larson, one. I mean, how many... I think, what is it, four drivers get knocked out, out of, after the the first round? Orbeck make, might make it into the did, second round, but the second round's a lot of short tracks. Did Mc, even though McDowell won the 500, did he not make it in the playoffs? He was in the playoffs. He was like 13th or 14th. So, I mean, coming out of the first round, you're, I think you're going to lose Amarola. You're going to lose McDowell. You're probably, probably Kurt Busch. You're, you're Reddick. I think Kurt Busch. Kurt? Probably. You, you saw it today. I mean, he hadn't really he had no business racing that hard at the end. I mean, that was a, a risky move on his part, and, you know, his his spotter failed him. You know, it was clear as day that he didn't have room to make a move on Suarez, and there he goes making a move down the track. I mean, he should I mean, he's a seasoned driver. He should have known to either back off or yeah, I mean, kind he's of move a, up a He's a bit. championship-winning driver. I mean. And that just caused Harvick to... I mean, this might have been his only chance to win a race this season. Yeah. Well, let me touch on him a little bit, just because I know he's your man, and he's a good driver. There's no doubt about it. Championship winner. But did he? was it mainly equipment with him this year, or do you think it's possibly him just getting a little longer in the tooth and thinking maybe he can be a little more reserved and maybe try to push it once he gets into the playoffs, or has he lost a little bit of edge where he's not going to take chances or, you know, work the car a little harder than he probably normally would? I mean, logic states that he should have had another good season this year. None of his team changed. Same crew chief, I'm pretty sure, same spotters. And after the season he had last year, you know, you only go up from there. And either he's just really dropping the ball this season or, like I said before, something fishy's happening with uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Well, like we've talked about, though, before, it seems like all of Stuart Haas kind of dropped off this year. Yeah, but, I mean, what was Stuart Haas cars doing? Last? I think it was only Harvick in the, in the playoffs last year from Stuart Haas. Maybe, yeah. Amarola? But I mean, but but when your other drivers are Clint Boyer, 
and Eric Amarola and Cole Custer. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, it's the same that we said Chase Briscoe came in, and Briscoe had a few good finishes this year, uh, mainly on the road courses. He was doing really good tonight until the strategy, the the fuel strategy, kind of cycled him out, and then he got caught up in that wreck. But That could be another thing, you know. Having a rookie on your team could play a big part. Where he's still kind of learning his way in oh, the Cup de- Series. Definitely, and definitely. He doesn't know necessarily know what his role is yet. Well, definitely, is this first because he went from Xfinity where he was the guy. He won eight races last year in Xfinity. To here, where you're not the guy. You know, you're talking about Briscoe. Yeah, yeah. All other everyone else on Haas is basically just there to help Harvick along the way. Well, but I think I think Briscoe. Is a rookie, but I think they view Briscoe as a, a a guy. You know what I mean? He will be a guy. It just seems like the way Haas runs his or Stuart Haas runs their team. It's you know, there's the top guy, and everyone else. You know, if they win, they win. Awesome, but they're really putting all their focus on that top guy. Mm. And then you see Hendrick. You know, every car is expected to win. Oh Hendrick. yeah, I, I don't think they hold think, that same standard on Stuart Haas. No, I don't think they expect Briscoe to win this year because he's a rookie. But I'm saying here in two or three years, I think they view him as he will be a main contender. Harvick may not be on the team anymore, and I think that Briscoe would be viewed as the guy at that point. They would have to put somebody else in that four car, and whoever that is, that guy may not. Our, our girl could be Deegan may not be ready to be the guy the person you know and i th- and i think briscoe will be their top dog with someone else i still think 10 the amarola and cole custer they don't view as their their top dogs and they never will and that's just the way i look at it another thing these other top tier teams you know penske gibbs gibbs and uh hendrix mm-hmm. they have the money and you know Hendrick is solely NASCAR. Um, you know Penske, Penske Rich is, is all get out. You know he can hire a guy that he knows. He doesn't have to think twice about it. No, but Penske My, Penske is in a lot of different areas. Yeah, but but then Stuart Haas is probably the fourth. You right. know, if you're talking top tier right. teams right now, definitely. But even before it was probably the fourth best team out there they just have an all-star of a uh, I mean, driver maybe in Harvick. you might be right from top to bottom yes and I would, say, I would say that just based on wins and stuff like that Stuart Haas is way better last year than Penske but but the full driver lineup at Penske is definitely better than Stuart Haas yeah and with that Tony Stewart he's got his hands in a lot of different things and he as much as you like to think that he's giving it his all in NASCAR, he's not. He's got a lot of other things on his plate. Well, he's doing SRX. Gene Haas. He's running I mean, his sprint car team. He's doing drag racing with Leah Pruitt. Like he's definitely doing a lot. And ha Gene. Even before, so look, I mean, Gene's Gene is over here footing the bill for a lot of things. Yeah, Gene. Gene. I don't think Gene actually knows anything about racing, because. Before it was Stuart Haas when it was just Haas. 
Haas sucked in NASCAR. And then look at them now. They in, got a little better. In with, F1. Well, they suck in F1. So, if maybe, maybe and- if Andretti, you know, is the rumor that he's trying to buy an F1 team, maybe if he partnered with Gene mm-hmm. and gave that racing knowledge with that money, maybe they could do something. But yeah. it seems like Gene is the financial backer, but he needs that co someone with the knowledge. Yeah. And he's not getting that in F1. And you already know how um, Tony Stewart feels about NASCAR right now. Oh, yeah. He's pissed off at him. And that could play into that as well. He probably was like, F this. You know, I'm going to take a break for a while and not really focus in on NASCAR as much. It's very possible. Because I think he... I mean, I don't think he's doing little day-to-day operations, but I think his say at the end of the day is what goes. I think he's running that team. Stuart Haas is in, in some trouble Well, in the next upcoming season because no one's ready to fill Harvick's role. No, no not yet. Let's get back to him because forgive me if I missed it, but what what's going on with him? He's I old. Mean, I mean, he could – I mean, right this season? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no telling why he's performing the way he is. He could here's the, he could retire at any time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you would be like, okay, that makes sense. He might be trying to be safe. I mean, his you you hear more about his son racing now if you follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's a little boy, He's yeah. Way more involved in that this season than he was last season. Yeah. And I think last season was really his last give it your his, all. His swan song. So and is he signed through next year as well? Or? I'm not sure. I don't know about his contract, but yeah, I, I think he's just—he's not going to make any or make any risky moves or do anything stupid. You know, he's a big family man, and I'm sure that's getting in his head, and that could be affecting his racing. I mean, what do they call and, it—the silly season. I mean, we're yeah, that's fixing to get in. I mean, yeah. tonight you saw. I mean, this is the first time, other than the race down in Austin, where I mean, he really let loose. Yeah. That I can remember. Yeah. So and maybe he really lets loose in the playoffs. I don't know. He made the playoffs. But and he, could, he could go on a tear. You have no idea, but... Harvick's one of those wild cars where you don't know what's going to happen when he he's did, out there. But he doesn't have any momentum. I mean, maybe tonight if he had finished good and didn't get wrecked up, you know, caught I, up in that wreck. I hate wreck. to tell you this, Joe. Especially in racing, momentum don't mean crap. It could mean something just for a young driver. Just because you were doing good last week. It, Your car could break down. You could get a flat tire. You could oh, do yeah. a wreck. No, no, no. I get that, but I mean, it could even you know, I could see psychological part of it too. I mean, if you're the momentum of of winning, you're you're fired up. Your crew's fired up. I mean, if you're not winning, and you're not putting anything out there on, you know, I, can, crap, I understand where I mean, you're coming from. That would matter for a younger driver, maybe Chase Elliott, Kyle right. Larson, where right. benef- or momentum might benefit them. Whereas, I mean, I understand. Harvey, don't, I mean, don't get don't, me wrong. I know the cars will have their issues, but I mean, the confidence, you know, possibly. I I think Kevin Harvick, and I don't think he needs momentum. Uh, either he's got it that race, or he doesn't. Is what it seems like. They call him the closer. Yeah, and he might close this season out. He could. He could. I mean, I did. I'm I'm looking at it as a as a novice point of view. I mean, I don't uh, I don't follow it enough to uh, and study the ins and outs of you know 
how they're running, how they feel, and all that kind of stuff like I used to. But now, I mean, I, it it seems to me as if he is just doing enough to finish well in the regular season to have a spot in the uh, in the playoff race. In the playoffs, I mean, then you know, okay, I could see that. I understand that, but. I don't know. I mean, with the with the new the new generation of uh, of drivers that are coming in, you know, young guys, possibly going to be young women in there as well, probably in another year or two. Um, I don't know. Also, something to think about, you know, with the Stuart Haas woes of this season. Maybe they already chalked this season up as a loss, and they're putting a lot of focus in on the next-gen cars that are coming next season. It could be. I think that's what I think that's what Ferrari's doing in Formula One. So, I mean, I could see a lot of NASCAR teams doing the same thing, saying we're not competitive, we're not going to be competitive, so just scrap it, you and, know, and, and put our focus somewhere else. And yeah. Hendrick's got the money, and, you know, Penske does too. And well, you also have you have Elliott coming off a championship, so you know he's going to still try to be prove something. He, he's going to show I deserve that championship. You got Larson coming off his incident, then he's to show you know I'm a, a top notch driver, you know. And then you got you got William and Bowman, who you know they're not Larson and they're not Elliott, but I'm I'm somebody too. You know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. So you got four guys in that stable who are chomping at the bit every week to show I'm the best. I'm the one that should win. I, you know what I mean? So at Stuart Haas, like you said, you got Briscoe, who's a rookie. And it takes rookies a few years to, to speed up, like we've talked about. You got Harvick, who is getting old. It is in his, you know, his uh, waning years of his career. Yeah. And then you got two guys who, and with Amarola and Custer, who I think are good drivers, but I don't think they're they're not in the top tier. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. I don't know. And I mean, in every every team kind of has their ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Roush. Roush was they were talking about it the night on the race. <laughs> Roush has been one of the in NASCAR history the past what twenty years, mm-hmm. thirty years, has been one of the the dominant big dogs. Mm-hmm. And they've hit a. A dry spell where they're not good. Yeah. And you got uh, Ganassi, who, I mean, I wouldn't say Ganassi was a big dog powerhouse, but he had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he's selling out. He's selling to a uh, track house or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so. And that Pitbulls team? Yeah, Pitbulls team. Which, I mean, they seem to have a lot of money right now, but I don't know how long they'll last, honestly. I think in five years from now, they'll be gone. And maybe not, but. I don't know. I don't like the Terry Bradshaw and Troy Aikman venture, the uh, well, Hall well, of Fame racing. Well, it was Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach, yeah. And speaking of that, Emmett Smith is buying a, a Xfinity team. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Well, they may be getting into it now because it's cheap. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a way to. But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I think every team has their ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hope I hope Stuart Haas gets back on top. Like I said, I think 
if you can't tell, we're all Stuart Haas fans. I think we're all Hendrick fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand Gibbs. And I like Pits- Pinsky, but I don't like all their drivers. Yeah. You know, I like Blaney. And well, that's really about it. Kozlowski won't be there anymore. No, Kozlowski won't be there. And I like Cindric. Cindric will be coming up. Um, he'll probably he won't think he won the championship in Xfinity last year. He'll win it probably this year. I'm surprised he didn't come up with Briscoe. Well, the plan was for him to come up next year in the the 21. Let's take uh, the Benedetto seat. But then with with uh, the Benedetto going to go. So far, I don't think it's in. Hopefully, the Haas. Yeah, that'd be nice. But uh, with Kislowski getting booted out of the two, they're just going to go ahead and put him in the two, Cendric. Uh, so, and then uh, AJ Allmendinger's team, they're moving to Cup full time next year. So, I don't know. And there's there's been a lot of talk about Junior trying yeah. to move his team up to to Cup, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard anything official it's just kind of been hearsay yeah but i don't know so definitely like i said silly season there's a lot of moves that are probably going to be made this off season yeah a lot of uh rotating chairs if you will so i don't know but like i said the playoffs start next week darlington i think it's gonna be pretty interesting i think it's gonna be a good playoff push yeah but it was a good race tonight yeah. It, I thought for a while. I know I was wishful thinking, wishful thinking, but I, the way it looked like they were all racing pretty clean, and I guess maybe that's the first stage they kind of do that. They race pretty clean, but it's. I was thinking, all right, man. They're especially whenever the Fords all pitted and Chevrolet and Toyota hung out there for a while. Okay, I thought, well, that's going to really give some separation in the. But look what wound up happening. The Fords. Well, it's the same thing with all the super speedway races with the first two stages and even most of the third stage they'll race clean yeah you know but then that last like i said 50 laps mm-hmm. that's when everybody gets all right we got to move we got to move you know and then yeah and then that's when chaos happens mm-hmm. i mean and even the 500 at the beginning of the year they waited till the last lap yeah to really fall you know apart. when logano went out there and he caught kislowski and wrecked a bunch of people and that's when mcdowell mm-hmm. you know slipped by and, and then won yep so i mean that, like i said to me the last 50 laps of a super speed race is interesting but the rest of the everything before it you can just whatever it don't matter go paint your house or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting on that's that what that's and i think that's a big reason why i like short track and road road course races yeah because on a short track they're you know Anything can happen at any minute. Yeah. And then with a road course, maybe they're not be there might not be as many wrecks with other people. It still happens, but mm-hmm. it's you might see more wrecks of this guy misjudged a turn and shot off, or you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. so, that I don't know. To me, that always keeps my interest. It's always yeah, you know, something happening. Right. Yeah. Well. And I don't know. According to Tyler, it's not a real NASCAR fan, but. I don't know. I mean, short tracks, you know, you get your, your top five guys, and they make a break for it. And then the rest of the pack is just, it's like one by one, all the way back. 
the rest of the track. I, I want to see some separation. You know, I don't want to see cars nut to butt through the whole track. Okay, so maybe here's where there might be a separation between us. The because as a kid, I grew up going to the dirt track almost every weekend. Short track Saturday night, you know, dirt track racing. Where it's well, hell, there's more separation at a dirt track than there is at Bristol. Well, okay, but Bristol is the same size as Devil's Bowl, and you got cars out there running. You know, they can get up to fifty or sixty, the late models or whatever. Sprint cars can get pretty fast, but then you got NASCARs that can get up to two hundred. Yeah, but they ain't getting. They're going what one twenty five at most. Well, but I'm saying, but they have the power to. Yeah. So I'm saying they're gonna be, you know, right up on each other versus local you know joe who is putting in a chevy he found in a junkyard in his car you know what i mean the thing with short track is there's no but you want exciting passing you know these car they pass and the reason they pass is the car in front of them got caught behind lap traffic remember when we went to the outlaw race last year how fast those sprint cars were mm-hmm. the four their 410 sprint cars outlaws there was some separation, but then you inevitably have the leaders who are so much faster than the end of the pack. They start coming up and start laughing people, and then it gets all jumbled up, and then you have no idea who any you know where anybody is. I mean, you know who the leaders are because you know you've been following them, but yeah, everybody behind that gets all jumbled up. And to me, that you know them coming through the pack that makes interesting racing. Yeah, but I'm not sitting here trying to decipher or take a quiz, you know. I want to know, hey, these obviously these guys are on a lead lap here. And obviously these guys are lap traffic. I want to be sitting here deciphering. You know, I'm barely paying attention to begin with. <laughs> you can't just tune into a short track race. They don't have the leaderboard up and be like, oh, that guy's in first. I can tell. No, you can't. But to me, it just, it's better racing. To it's me. too much work. Too much thinking. <laughs> well, when, you, uh, when you're watching something, you want to be just questioning yourself the whole time? You want analyzing every second of the play well yeah because it keeps my entertainment it keeps my interest there's always something happening always something new information whereas a, a like i said a speedway daytona i can go to take a nap wake up an hour later and they've gone 300 laps and it's the same it's thing the with same, short track. it's the same setup it's the same thing with short track no yes it's the, the races go on for the same amount of hours do they not yeah it's, but I'm saying, so but what's the difference? You, if you close, you take a nap during a short track and you wake up you, during Bristol. It'll probably be the same. No, I know it. There won't. was no huge wreck that happened that might have taken out half the field. I, I don't know. Maybe at Bristol, a, yeah, Bristol might because there's some wrecks that'll take out a lot of people in that. No, one too. they're all back. I guarantee you're finishing yeah, with ninety percent of the get, field in a Bristol race. Yeah, but a big wreck happens at Talladega or Daytona or at a Super Speedway. Half the field, and you might end up with half the field finishing the race. What did Dale say? He said, I didn't mean to wreck him. I just wanted to shake him up a little. What does it have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> Bristol wrecked him. It was unexpected. Boom, entertainment. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it definitely made me mad, even though I liked Earnhardt, but it made me mad because he wrecked Labonte out at the very end, and I was like, are you kidding me, man? You know, but... That's water under the bridge, but Let's it is. Focus it is a, here. It is a good mixture, though. I mean, I think that's what's great about them doing the dirt track at Bristol is they mixing it. They're mixing it up. They're, they're it's not stale. Yeah, you know. No, definitely. That was a. 
dirt Bristol was a joke. Personally, I would like to see any of the cars that that wreck, either on their own or get caught up into a wreck at these tracks like this. Get see, them out of just park them. I liked dirt Bristol because of get it was dirt Bristol. Way. I would say the race at dirt Bristol maybe wasn't the best, but I think if you had the full weekend with the full heat races and all that. I think you would have enjoyed it a lot more. I know I would have. I was so excited to watch all the heat races. Mm-hmm. Like, so you t- you bring that up, heat racing and all that. I think what's screwing with NASCAR right now, and why you have, you know, these guys getting multiple wins like this. Bring back qualifying. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that would. Definitely. I guarantee you, Larson probably would have only won two races this season if qualifying was in play. No. I think Larson still would have won a lot. You of races. just say that because you're a huge Larson fan. But say if it was Keselowski that had the same amount of wins as him, you would have been quick to say, "Yeah, you're right." He probably would have only had two wins. A <laughs> you season. know what? I think you would have probably seen a driver win more than two races. I mean, you would have seen stuff like where back in the day when Gordon would win like four or five races in a season, and it just now you don't see that because of the of the uh, uh, no. Uh, um, it's beneficial. I'm sorry, but Larson is a. I mean, Larson's one of my favorites, so I'm biased. I like him too, but I'm, but I'm being real here, and I'm I'm going to say what I was going to make my point. Harvick went on his streak last season because there was no qualifying. And it, I think the you're way right. they had and the it, race order always played into his favor. You're week right. Week after week, it, it definitely helps. Track position is a big deal, and you're not earning it at that point. No, you I, could wreck out in qualifying. And guess what? You just screwed yourself on race day. Well, so apparently what's happening is they stopped doing qualifying for the COVID or whatever. And then Toyota was pushing for it to not bring qualifying back ever because it's like a cost-saving measure. Like Mm -hmm. they don't have to use the tires. They don't have to use the gas. You're not burning up an engine. So like they're saving so much money that they just like don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. Which I think is stupid because we talked about earlier in the season. So your rookies, mm-hmm. they're not getting practice. So like they're at an extreme disadvantage. Yeah. And I mean, hell, not- Briscoe could have been doing a lot better than he. I mean, he's yeah. doing pretty good, but he could have been doing a lot better. Well, yeah, you go Just out there and you get extra pra- few laps in practice laps and qualifying. Like you get that a little bit of experience versus going onto a track you've never raced before. And there you go, just go at it. Yeah. You know, especially in cars you've never driven before. You know, even if you had driven, say, Daytona and did really well in the Xfinity car, the cup car is, I mean, it's the same car, essentially, but the power is much more. It's It handles, you know, it's going to be different. Yeah. And Not you, having qualifying has affected NASCAR. Tremendously. In such a negative way. I, that's one thing I, I do I mean, it's awesome if it's your driver that's winning week after week because you're like, oh, hell yeah. I mean, I don't want to change things. It, the way they are is fine. But... When your guy ain't winning, you're like, oh, something's got to change. I'm a traditionalist. I hate things when they change. Like, I want qualifying back. I want the NFL to stay at 16 games. Like, I'm just that kind. Of, I don't want them to slide the numbers forward. That pisses me off so much, them trying to slide the numbers forward. No, I'm okay with NFL being an extra game because I don't give two shits about preseason. Taking away a preseason well, game and adding a regular season game, I don't I'll care. take that all day. We're going to get off on a separate tangent about the NFL, but they didn't. Anyway. Well, again, it was a good race. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it was. And it, it was. was, it had a lot of, we had a lot of good talking points on it too as well, but, um, you know, 
it, it is what it is now. It's it's they're in the playoffs for well, the cha- for whatever the championship is going to be. Is it so? Yeah, I think we need to shift from uh, Daytona, Florida, to uh, Saudiga, Alabama, Spa, <laughs> Spa Francochamp, Belgium, with uh, a Belgian dip. Little F one coming back off their summer break this week. We had a uh, very rainy conditions all through practice and qualifying. I know Charles wrecked out. I think in in P two. I think a lot of people. I think Max wrecked out in P two. Uh, but then today with qualifying, like I said it was real wet, and Lando he caught a hell of a wreck. It was not that wet, and it wasn't that know, wet. That wasn't the wettest race slash qualifying oh, no. they ever had. I mean, no. I think it was just a bunch of. I mean, Vettel already a crybaby, and <laughs> um, Orlando. I mean, it is what it is. I think you he, caught a wet patch, and he that's what a, happened. He caught a wet patch. He was he on wets or was he on intermediates? I think he was on intermediates. Well, there you go. And he that was a gamble you took. You were trying to get that extra I think speed he, out there. I think he lost it and he tried to correct, and when he did, I think it overcorrected and broke. And he slammed that wall and spun, tearing that whole back end off his car, tore pretty much all four tires off his car. What, two two years ago when they were racing in Germany? What, two, three years ago when Max won? Too wet. You, that was too that wet. Was, that was really... They were out there driving across ponds. Yeah, Hockenheim. Well, then when they would hit that drag strip, remember? That drag strip was so slick. Yeah. And they'd come off just a little bit and boom, they were gone. And that's what happened to Charles. That's what happened to Lewis. Yeah, that happened to quite a few people. That short little strip before the the, yeah, the the main strip. Well, yeah, you come off that that last turn before coming onto the straight. But if you take that, you know, you just kind of miss that turn a little bit and get off on the thing. That drag strip is right there and poof, just takes you. That is the thing with Spa, though. That little, um, I don't know what you would call that. It's out of chicane, but it's it's probably the world's biggest chicane if that's what you want to call you it about going up the hill after turn one yeah going up the hill yeah yeah un rouge or whatever i can't pronounce it but yeah I, so you we were talking about it earlier you're saying you don't like it and i don't me, like it and you can only imagine what they're going through with it being wet out there oh that is yeah where it could be an issue because you me, already barely have traction to me that's one of maybe my favorite turn in the whole f1 calendar and speaking of that turn, I think that's going to shake up a lot of things. And hopefully, my boy Max can get ahead of that nonsense before it happens. Because if it's still wet out there tomorrow, and having that whole field of cars going through pretty close See, together already. Turn one, being that little hairpin, that like straight, that real 90, that's where a lot of wrecks happen. I think we're going to be under yellow flag conditions five seconds into the race. Pretty early. I, I think so. That's not, it normally is. What well, is the forecast for rain all week, all weekend? I don't know. Um, that, that's what they were saying to earlier. Our buddy Danny, yeah, he was saying there was forecast for rain up until Sunday. So, um, and the interesting thing is, let me pull up the the order for tomorrow's race. Well, Max is on pole. George Russell came in second, which is a huge deal. Williams qualifying second is mind-blowing pretty much it's gonna be real crazy at this start i mean hamilton and russell i mean they're both technically mercedes they can't really work with each other because hamilton's gonna be lined up behind verstappen 
Yeah. And Ricardo's going to be right behind Russell. Well, you know. And, and Ricardo ain't going to sit there and be like, oh, he ain't going to fuck around. He's going to. Yeah. Well, he's going to stick well, his nose in there. Well, Russell, he ain't going to let Hamilton buy. He's got a lot to prove. He wants that second Mercedes seat next year. You know, so he's got to do everything he can to prove I, I should have that seat. And apparently Mercedes has said they've already made up their mind uh, who's going to fill the seat next year. But they haven't announced it. They haven't said who it's going to be. But they said they've made up their mind. So I think it might be Bodas again. I think they're going to keep him around for another year. I think Russell just got a he's got a hot head right now after his one good race with Mercedes last year, and I think he's letting that get to him. And I think they I would they're like not, they're going to let him develop a little more. This might be selfish, but I would like to see Russell in that second seat, just because I think he would bring the fight to Hamilton. I don't think he would sit back and just. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in the last once again, time, Hamilton's not looking for a fight. Well, not at all. Hamilton doesn't want any competition. And no. what is Russell going to bring? Competition. Hamilton's and firmly against that, I guarantee like, you. Like we talked about, the last time Hamilton had competition as a teammate was Nico Rosberg. And Nico beat him out for the championship. You know? Yeah. And, the, and then the time before that, when Hamilton had competition as a teammate, was Fernando at McLaren... And they hated each other, and they still hate each other. Because if you recall in the last race before the break, Fernando made sure Hamilton couldn't pass. At, I mean, he did eventually, but it took him forever because yeah. Alonso was like, "Uh, uh-uh, you're not getting by. You're not. I'm not giving it to you." At Hungary. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a crazy start because behind Verstappen's gonna be Hamilton, right? And behind Hamilton's gonna be Vettel. And Vettel can be a real bonehead. <laughs> and hey, you be it careful. It might not affect Verstappen, but it'll affect Hamilton. Be careful, because the whole F1 community is loving Vettel right now. He is the hero among well, heroes. I guarantee you the whole F1 community ain't listening to this podcast. And if they are, they probably already lost interest because they know what our viewpoints are. <laughs> well, let me ask you real quick on the on the track, because, again, I hadn't studied the track or anything, but is it... If the weather's if it's okay, is it look to be a little bit you know a lot of passing, a lot of possible not really. I mean, not even to, within dry conditions is it a passing track. I mean, it's an F one track. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but it's not like yeah. any other. It's it's, it's very, tight corners and very few straights. It's also one of the oldest tracks. It may be it's not the oldest track on the circuit, but it's mm-hmm. it's one of them. It's one of the original F one tracks, and. And this is kind of what I was describing earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spa is a beautiful track. I it's in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was originally country roads. It's people's houses are still on the track. You know, like and I lo- it, it's reminds me of original Le Mans, Monaco. You know, like yeah, I love it. Versus Russia, and you know other street courses or whatever. Spa mm-hmm. is probably the second hardest track behind Monaco to make a pass at. I know. I mean, it, it has it has places you can pass. It looked but, like that uh, downhill or uphill stretch a, of the track looked like it might be a spot. It's uphill, could, and then once you come uphill, you hit a straight, and it's a pretty good long straight. Yeah. And you get DRS on that straight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a good passing zone. There's some corners, but if you, you get in right, well, you, you could get around, you know. I you mean, do it's, some shoddy moves, yeah. <laughs> it's not like NASCAR where there's just two grooves and you got a freight train running, but right. 
you know. But it's really, one of those tracks where but if the really, top guy is whoever can is leading the most laps and probably gets ahead in the first five laps is probably going to win this race. I don't know, maybe. I mean, that's kind of all F one tracks in a in a sense. I mean, the Red Bull ring, anyone could win there. Not anyone. <laughs> I don't. They could I don't the think, money was right. I don't think Mazapan is going to win Austria anytime soon. Speaking of Haas, though, uh, Mick, his helmet special delivery this weekend is designed after his, his daddy's helmet when he won at Spa with... Uh, so you think, you think, you think he's going to win? <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to win, but I'm saying it's... I like I like Mick a lot. I do, too, and I think, once again, Haas is selling themselves short by being the third bitch in Ferrari's lineup here. Who's not even developing an engine for their own top team? So yeah. nobody can see this because we're not videoing anything. But this is the straightaway I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, downhill yeah. Into uphill, out of turn one. Yeah, so you come out of turn one, an immediate hairpin, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a, a downhill dip. Kind yeah. of, and it's it, a steep downhill dip into it, a steep uphill. Yeah, it comes up into that uphill. Then there's a, a right, and then an immediate switch back to the left mm-hmm. before you hit that straight. And that straight. You gotta be careful on that straight because immediately it's a hard turn. Yeah. And to, after you make that turn, you're already turning left just about. Well, because there's that when big you, old when you go down uh, the straight, you it's bunker a, and you there. go down the right. You go at the end of that straight, it's a right, and then an immediate left. Yeah, that big bunker out there, yeah. which a lot of people run through. Big speed which bump. I love. To so try that's to the jump. one they come off when they're coming downhill, and then they catch that turn and go uphill, right. and then there's another switch back. Yeah. After you go up the hill, mm-hmm. it's and that's there. where at the top of that hill is where Lando wrecked oh, okay. during qualifying today. Gotcha. Coming up that hill, because I mean, on the sim racers and on the F one game and stuff we played, that's as far as I you know experience with it. I can say is when you hit up that hill, it's I mean that car wants to kick out, you know, and and I think that's so I think it's happened to him. I think it it kicked. I think he overcorrected. And and it broke on him and just he lost a little grip. Right he there also and, had that yeah. extra power because it's qualifying. And that's then, true. They're in qualifying trim. And I think going up that hill, like I said, it's you're trying to go flat out, you know, and that throws the car around. But I think this is Max's race. He's a phenomenal driver to begin with, and he's awesome in wet races. I hope it is because I hate Hamilton. So well, Hamilton's historically been bad during wet races well now doesn't verstappen isn't it isn't it something he needs to do to get the points lead well, back yeah. again? i mean obviously he needs a win but i'm just saying it just so happens that he's awesome at uh racing in wet conditions whereas hamilton not so much because ferrari boy they suck this week i mean i know i know charles wrecked so he probably doesn't have the car that he would have if he hadn't but they both sucked in qualifying. Like, I yeah. think Charles finished 11th, but then he's going to get moved up one because Lando's starting 14th because of a gearbox change. But, I mean, they didn't even make, like I said, yeah, Q3. Charles will be uh, now in ninth. In ninth? In. Shows 10th here. Well, yeah, Norris is 10th. Norris is getting moved back in. Oh, okay. Uh, Signs will be in 11th. So I'm saying they didn't even make it to Q3 today, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Bodas to even make it. Bodas, I mean, he'll be 12th now, but originally he finished 13th. Um, so Hamilton doesn't really have that support that he would need. Luckily for Max, Sergio Perez is in 7th. So, I mean, he and could, he's right behind Pierre Gasly. And he could get up there and help, but... Pierre Gasly ain't going to get in the way of Red Bull. Well, there's also a lot of talk about Pierre moving teams, but I don't think he will. I he's If he was smart, he would, because I don't think Red Bull wants him back. I mean, I it's there. he's doing awesome for him on Alpha Tori, but... But he's proven that he's good in Alpha Tori, but he's not in... What if, what if he took that Bodas' spot? I don't think that happened. They're going to hire Russell in that no. spot before. I mean, Pierre Gasly maybe would <laughs> somehow, I mean, it would be a step backwards for him, end up on Williams and Russell's spot. I think Bodas either quit or go to Williams. If, well, if no, Russell. I, thought, I thought Bodas was with Mercedes with Hamilton. He is. For but, now. Yeah. But, I mean, putting Gasly in his spot. No. They'll put Russell in his spot. Oh, before because Russell that is, would be hilarious. <laughs> Russell, so Toto, the the Mercedes mm-hmm. uh, team principal, mm-hmm. is George Russell's manager. Oh, okay. So that's well, like, am I missing something? Is the is the the Williams? Is that like the B team for the Mercedes team now? Mm, he, kind of, but not really. Oh. Like. That's a- Williams has been around for a long time, right. since the 70s or whatever. Right. And they used to be a powerhouse, mm-hmm. and they won multiple championships, especially in the 90s. They were huge in the 80s and 90s. Won multiple championships, Nigel Mansell and Nelson, not Nelson PK, but whatever. Uh, Damon Hill, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. But it, it, within the past, I don't know when they fell off. It had to be late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They fell off. And they just haven't really recaptured that. Mm. So they do run Mercedes engines. Right. And they're like the Haas and the Ferrari lineup. Yeah, because they're kind of in, they're independent, but still get support, if that makes sense. Well, I thought somebody bought that team out. They did. Frank Williams doesn't. Frank Williams. Well, Frank Williams ain't going in a Frank while. Williams his gave it daughter. to his daughter, and then his daughter sold it. Right. But to who, some kind of interest group or whatever. But they kept the name? Yeah. I so, mean, she's still like a minority owner in it or something? No, she didn't no. have anything to do with no, it. No, she's done. But Aston Martin is, I guess you could say, you could, the, the tier two team mm-hmm. in the Mercedes lineup. Yeah. Which we were talking about earlier. I think Ashton Martin should make their own engines. I think McLaren should make their own engines for... I would like to see more engine manufacturers in F1. Who's McLaren basically. run? Is it Renault yeah. or... No, McLaren runs Mercedes. Yeah, they started right. running Mercedes this year. Uh, I think they ran Renault last year previously. But, yeah, because they ran Renault for the past few years. And then they ran Honda before that. After their fallout with Mercedes. Um you're kind of screwed if you fall in. If there's a top team that's running an engine and you're trying to follow behind them, you're mm-hmm. always going to get the shaft on the deal. Well, yeah. Well, you're not. They're giving you an engine, and you're doing your own upgrades. But at the same time, you're they're doing upgrades, but they're not going to give you the best upgrade, the best. You know what I mean? Because they're going to save that for their, their car. Yeah. So that's why I, like I said, I would like to see more engine manufacturers come, and even if it's a third party, like a Judd. Is an engine manufacturer that used to be our Mugen, 
I want to see Red Bull do their own engine. <laughs> well, I mean, they have Honda, which is pretty much their own engine. No, Red Bull, the energy company. I want it. Energy <laughs> drink company. I want to see them make their own engine. Cast a block out of uh, soda cans. Yep, that's right. But put wings on it. Well, you could be like a Robert Yates type, you know, build your own motors, you know, get blocks or from Ford and just do your own thing. I'd love to see Ford get back in F1. I'd love to see Porsche get back in F1. Well, there was a, was there a rumor about them getting involved in Formula One? Porsche or Ford? No, Porsche. Yeah, because they were involved with Formula E. Was that Porsche, Audi? Yeah, Audi. Yeah, apparently there's, there's been testing. But nothing official, and I, I don't think they will. I mean, I would love to see it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think they will. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It might be. Well, and the new the new regulations, the new cars, the new regulations, the engines. It's supposed to be a lot cheaper mm-hmm. to become to to manufacture an engine and everything. And I think it's a lot cheaper to start a team now, because I think I forgot what the exact amount is, but I think you have to pay a five hundred thousand dollar entry fee. Yeah, just to just to become an F one team, mm-hmm. and that's not to mention you know you start from the ground up. You need a warehouse and a factory and frame and chat. You know the whole. Well, weren't they supposed to lower the cap? Well, yeah, they're to- lowering the spending cap, which is a big deal because Ferrari was saying, well, say you're you know you only have so many millions to spend a year, but say say another team wrecks you out. Mm-hmm. Well, then that team should have to pay your repair bill yeah i think you you would be an f1 you shouldn't be a broke bitch <laughs> i mean in a in the grand scheme of things none of them are broke they're all multi-millionaires yeah but i mean comparatively but I mean, like, ha- comparatively haas is poor to ferrari you know what i mean yeah you got no business being on the track then you ain't got the money to front why you gotta you be a, a good marketer and um Haas ain't running. Be able to market their products. Jack for sponsors. Himself. Well, now, well, now they have that Yuka Ali or whatever. Yeah, and just because they hired Mazapan. Mazapan. So they have that Russian company and that bank that are sponsoring. So I don't think Genie's coming out of pocket anymore. This, especially this season. Yeah. I think he's getting all that money from Mazapan's daddy and the other bank. So I mean, I think this will extend his. F1 venture. If only. But who knows? There's rumors that William Story, which is the owner of Rich Energy, which sponsored Haas, kind of. They never paid him, but they were on the car. Mm -hmm. Rich Energy, so William Story, and Mazapan's daddy are trying to launch uh, a bid to buy Haas. They better hope Mick's daddy don't snap out of this and get better, because... I think Mick's daddy will put a stop to all that. What about uh, Michael? Shoey? Yep. yep. What about Haas? Get uh, Bush involved. George W.? No, no. The the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anheuser-Busch. Well, yeah, I don't know, think they'd right. sponsor just because I don't know how much they're... I don't know how much That's how Anheuser-Busch is selling overseas. Hmm, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because well, you got to think, with it being F1, you oh, need... they're selling overseas. You need an international sponsor, though. You know what I mean? Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola already sponsors McLaren. Yeah. So Does Pepsi have anything going? Mountain Dew? I don't know why the hell. Haas needs to get involved with Ford. Ford is everywhere. Ford is universal. Yeah. 
And if and Ford, Ford got, got involved, Ford's got the money. Yeah. And if Ford got they, this ain't their first rodeo. No, Ford ran F one forever. Yeah. Like I mean, Ford had when they had the I don't know if they still own Cosworth, uh, but back in the sixties, mm-hmm. you know they had the the Ford Cosy, and that's what everybody ran except for Ferrari. Ferrari's the only team that wouldn't run it, but they literally called it it was God's engine. Is what they called it because it won so many championships. It raced for so long. I mean, that's Jim Clark when he was at the Lotus. I mean, that's what he used. That's what everybody used. Mm-hmm. And then they stayed all the way into the the nineties, I think, until Ford. Well, t- technically the early two thousands, because at the time Ford owned Jaguar, and Jaguar had an F one team. But then when the Jaguar folded, that's when Ford officially. Pulled out of F1. Pulled out of it. You know, Ford owned Ashton Martin for a while, too. I didn't know that till the other day. So, remember your uh, your grandma had the... What those was the Focus that kind of had the Ashton Martin looking front end? Yeah. That was because Ford bought Ashton Martin and literally just used their design cues. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why they got rid of the Focus. I mean, Ford ain't got no car except for the Mustang now. There you go. Have a, a Mustang F1 car. <laughs> Electric. <laughs> well, the the um, was it uh, the F forty? The Lightning? No, no, the no. Ferrari? No, their 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 sports car that won Le Mans. Oh, the the GT forty. GT forty, yeah, GT forty. Oh, GT just Ford GT, but yeah. 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 Which, I think this season is still. There's still a lot to go. A lot to go, but I think it's still just going to be Hamilton and Verstappen, Max back, back and forth. And Definitely, I think it's still a lot to go. It's still going to be a good battle. Yeah, I think you're going to see the lead change multiple times. I don't. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to see Max just get out in front and take it. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I'd rather see it be a close battle than go back and forth than Lewis just take it. Well, you're not as big of a Max fan as I am, and I don't want to see a backer. I just want to see Max run away with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Stick it to him. I would rather I would rather see Max run away with it, but I would I'd much prefer them to have a battle than Lewis run away with it. I would hate to see Lewis just take oh, off. Lewis just drops a ball yeah. and doesn't have any fighting. I hope Lando finishes second this season. <laughs> Me too, but I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, there's still a lot of season to go. Japan got canceled. So, we'll see what happens with that, what they're going to do for the gap in the the uh, schedule. You know they ain't going to cancel Tech or Austin. No, Austin's still on the schedule. Um, they, I don't know if they'll fill it in or they'll just run back-to-back because they, they did that last season. Sometimes they would just run, you know, Austria two weeks in a row or, or whatever. Run Austin two weeks in a row? They could. I'd be, I mean, I'd like, that'd be cool to see them do it backwards. Yeah. Is Canada still on the schedule? They take that off already. No, I think they took that off. They took that off before the season even started. Yeah, Canadians, man. <laughs> no risk. A lot of people like that track a lot and I love that track, but I don't I don't really, I don't know. I think it's okay. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'd rather see that than Australia. So the Australia Oh yeah, of, I don't like I don't sp- like Speaking of tracks, uh Jedi track? Yeah. In Saudi Je- Arabia. Jeddah. I ain't gonna get rid of that. Well, uh, they, that's they almost almost well, they said the it's making this debut. No, no, that's Abu Dhabi. Jetta's new. Oh, yeah. See, they've got pictures on their uh, on the F one's Instagram page. Yeah, They're paving the laying yeah. asphalt down. 
I'm ready to see Zandvoort, the new layout of Zandvoort, because last year they were supposed to race there. Remember, everybody got canceled. Supposed to have those higher banks. Yeah, I'm at. It's gonna be interesting to have two U.S. races if they do that. Hopefully, they have two U.S. races and don't just alternate because that's gonna be some some cheese between Austin and Miami. I don't know who really cares well, to see them race around the Hard Rock. <laughs> well, the same Miami won't be till next year, um, so it won't be this year. And they'll be back in Coda this year again. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is, when they when Miami is here. We need to figure Hopefully out a way to, try to alternate races between Miami and Austin. No, there's no Capital Media or whatever it is that owns F1. He wants two F1 races, and apparently he wants two Chinese races. Here we go with the Chai Coms. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be a fun race to go down to in Austin. I'd like to just tailgate it. I'd love to go. I mean, just for the experience. I would like to tailgate it. <laughs> The thing with going to F1 or it would be awesome, but you're only seeing so much of the race at a time. I wonder if you know how when we went to the next the IndyCar race at Texas Speedway, and they were selling a bunch of F1 stuff. I wonder if you go down to Coda during that F1 race if they sell a bunch of NASCAR stuff. Not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Formula One brings in so much more money than NASCAR. It's not even funny. You can't buy a Ferrari T-shirt for less than sixty bucks. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it would be cool to go to a race. But you're going not gonna, to an F1, you're only seeing a part of the race. And if I'm paying, especially for f- how much they're selling tickets for Formula One, you're paying a pretty penny. Definitely, I'm not, I'm not rich. I'm not no. paying a pretty penny just That's to see this small segment tailgate. It would be cool to yeah doing that and being out there and being able to hear the cars. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just chilling, hanging out with everyone. Bring a TV kind of set up so we can still watch it. Yeah. Well, they what they qualify on Saturday, yeah. So we, we you could probably l- sneak in and watch a qualifying session. I well, can't that's imagine also that's also another the, ticket right there. They you got. I can't imagine that be as much to, as a. No, I don't think it'd be as much as the race. I mean, I would. They, I don't think they just sell sole qualifying. I've looked at this. I think well, it's, they used you to buy like a weekend package for practice and qualifying. Maybe I don't know. There's probably scalpers, if anything. <laughs> That's who I'm going to go buy my tickets from as a scalper well, it, to an F1 race. What do they for, know? For the main race, they would probably have it. Yeah, you got to have the high dollar tickets. But just to get people out there at the track, just to you know get some activity going, just to market the place, why not? Uh, $25 ticket or you know $10 off with a Coke can or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what they're running out there. <laughs> who knows? You don't know. Well, that's an ender. No. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are barking. Well, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow with F1. Yep, have a good one.